When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, the Bills, your thoughts? I have to agree, honestly. Mm, yes, the Bills with a commanding victory over the Los Angeles Rams on Thursday night, opening up the NFL season. And Taylor, of course, we all know what happened in the game. Josh Allen took over and showed just how spectacular of a player he can really be, just following up on his impressive play from the playoffs last year. And so for Taylor and I, you know, this is, of course, a Sabres podcast, so it kind of got us thinking a little bit. This win over the Rams was really a moment, I think, for a lot of Bills fans. I mean, we all know, you know, in our last episode, we had talked a lot about the hype and that it's really never been like this before, where it just feels like everybody in terms of like analysts and even us just kind of feel like we are the team to beat. And coming into this game, I think there are a lot of people who are doubters. I mean, of course, that people were sharing all over Twitter, just that uh, analysts, you know, around the the national sphere were choosing the Rams to win the game. So the Bills come out absolutely kick ass in the second half after a less than stellar first half with some turnovers and, and dominated and proved that they are the team that everybody is making them out to be. I mean, let's keep in mind that this is only the first game of the season and they probably could should have put up like 50 points. I mean, it was a statement win, I think. And of course, there's always going to be people who are going to try and take away from it or say that, it, you know, make excuses or whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, it really is a statement win. And so what we were thinking about with this being a Sabres podcast, how we could kind of tie it back in is, Taylor, what do you think is going to need to happen for the Sabres to have fans and maybe even you know around the nhl analysts fans around the nhl like feeling as though they're in a similar spot as to where the bills are coming out of this win on thursday i think it's uh it's a long way off i would have to say um i would just i would you'd have to point out obviously that there's multiple steps the bills got to before this point where the Sabres aren't even close to they have multiple steps that the Sabres haven't hit in 15 years, I would say, or, you know, at least a decade. Mm-hmm. So 
and it's it's not a one-to-one comparison i mean there's some easy comparisons to make where you could just be like uh this season was a surprise for the savers in some ways in, in the same way that the 2017 season was a surprise for the bills the, the 2017 bill season was obviously much more satisfying for a lot of reasons but i guess what you would the one thing to uh the or sorry the other thing to point out there is i think bills fans had different like arrival points and that's mm. for good reason you know you have 2017 which is kind of a weird just fun season but they were still starting over you know they started over with allen really raw raw offense in 2018 and then like tw- by 2019 you have some interesting games and i think by the end of the 2019 season especially when they beat like the cowboys and steelers late it was like oh okay well they're at least a legit playoff team which we hadn't seen in 20 years and then in 2020 you know things take a huge crazy leap and i i think everyone had a different point that season where they're like oh this is real and th- that's the first point and then i think last year's playoffs are an interesting one too but i think now coming into the season as a favorite and then immediately uh proving that you're the good super you're a good choice for super bowl favorite because you beat the defending champions and they're on place by 21 despite having four turnovers it's it's the kind of moment that's a like a new arrival i would say so that's what i guess we're saying here is this is a new level of being like wow we really really are super bowl contenders we really should win the super bowl this year and I think the Sabres have a lot of checkpoints to hit on the way there, but I don't even know what that looks like in NHL form. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. The NFL in general rebuilds turn around much quicker, I think, for a lot of reasons. Like the Bills, for example, when, when McDermott took over, were not even really in rebuild mode. They were a roster that was built to win quickly, and they did a couple of trades, but they still a pretty ve- veteran team in 2017, and frankly, not a very exciting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they... Uh, they were able to turn it around quickly. And then you look at the beginning of 2018, they looked like the worst team in the NFL. And by a year later, it's like they were starting, like, what did they start? Five and two that year. They started three and oh, for sure. And eventually they were like nine and three. I want to say that season after mm-hmm. they won on Thanksgiving. So that was a nine and four, maybe that those turnarounds happen much quicker generally than they do in hockey, unless you have something bubbling beneath the surface and maybe the Sabres do now. So I guess this is a long winded way of saying, I don't know that there's a single game way of doing that. And I think I can make a comparison that you might agree with, which is the Sabres did not enter the season in 06, 07 as Stanley cup favorites, but they became the Stanley cup favorite in season by winning their first 10 games and doing so convincingly and not with any, let's say uh, weird bullshit, like winning a bunch of games in overtime or having uh, someone, uh, I don't know, let's say like Carter Hutton have back-to-back shutouts and have a 950 save percentage over a stretch. There was a legit like 10 game win streak. Yeah, that doesn't sound familiar at all. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, uh, they, uh, so I think you, you need something like that. But like I said, there's so many levels they have to hit first. I think right. here's a good one to start. Be better than people think this year. Make this your 2019 Bills season. Yeah, I completely agree. I think. That ties in with, you know, our I, I think what is the most realistic best case scenario for this group where I, I, th- I would say being above 500 kind of fits the bill for what you're saying for exceeding expectation. Nobody really expects them to be a nobody at all expects them to be a playoff team. Obviously, there's just too many obstacles in the way and too many holes that are on the roster still that they need to get worked out before they're even close to to sniffing that. But you could show that you're not as far off as people think, like you're saying, 
And I think a very symbolic way of doing that would be by being above 500. And, and I'll say also like cleanly above 500, like also factoring in overtime losses as well. So I mean, and is that attainable? Yeah, would... win 41 games. What's that? Win 41 games, you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if you, even if they hit 40, I mean, that's, that would be remarkable. I would, to be completely honest, because where it's, as it stands right now, we'll see what happens as far as, you know, how goaltending shakes out, how the progression of some of the young guys shakes out, you know, when it comes to these guys like Krebs and Middlestat and Quinn, who are going to be in positions to really step up this year. Same thing with Dylan Cousins, you know, I think that'll just give us one once we get an idea of if those things are happening and not even necessarily to like a tage degree, even if it's something tangible that we could really see where it's like, wow, middle stat looks like the version that we saw of him a year and a half ago is, is back and is sticking or has improved even off of that, you know, seeing that Quinn can really hang and be able to play on a night-to-night basis in the NHL and is able to really utilize the shot and adapt his game. Not that he has to be, you know, scoring 30 goals this year as a rookie or anything like that. But again, just to see that, that competency and that translation of the skills that make these guys special translating night in and night out, you know, and so I guess that's again, like to your point, before you can even get to some of the tangible milestones like a record or a, a place in the standings or a playoff spot, it's the little things that you really have to see. And, you know, this year is so fascinating because <laughs> the best case scenario is last season really serves as a precursor to the real growth that we're going to see this year. But on the alternative, if they fall flat on their face this year and it feels like they regress, it's going to be a very different conversation we're having six months from now as compared to now where we're, you know, finding the optimism. Yeah. So that's, that's a good point. And I think to make it, to bring it back to the Bills comparison, I think you could look at it like, this past season was the 2018 season. I guess if you want to look at it, the, the Adams regime, it's a little bit different than the the, the, the Sabres because uh, you had McDermott come on and then bring Bean on where you said Adams keep Kruger on. And then, I mean, that was the whole the pandemic was a mess for the Sabres. They, they were really like asleep at the wheel. Yeah. And unfortunately, like instead of having a really good, smart coach who immediately turned around the culture and was immediately turned around the defense, his side of the ball, they had a complete moron who was ruining everything. So they, if you want to have a comparison to McDermott, they got totally lucky that Kruger just happened to hire Don Granado on his staff. And then Granado came on and has been pretty solid with working with guys. Like, I don't think you can make the total comparison to McDermott yet, but you can make the comparison for through 2018 McDermott, I would say for sure. Yeah. And then if you want this to be your 2019 season, I know that that would imply you would make the playoffs. I, I just think that's a little bit different. I know it's easier, quote unquote, easier to make the playoffs in hockey because there's eight of 16 in the East instead of six of 16. And the yeah. Bills were the five, I believe. But I would just, I mean, that 2019 season, the reason I, I brought up the Pittsburgh and Dallas games is because their wins before that were the Jets, Giants, Bengals, 
Titans after uh, missing four field goals, Dolphins, Washington football team, Dolphins again, Broncos who started Brandon Allen, and then their last two wins of the year were Dallas and Pittsburgh. So if the Sabres play the way, if they play hockey the way the 2019 Bills played football for the first half of the year, you won't win as much because the, the Eastern hockey is so much better than the AFC was in the NFL mm. three years ago. So I'm not even saying the playoffs. And I think what you're saying is a realistic, like a good way to surprise people would be to win 40 games, have a total of, I don't know, let's say like 87 points. If you've been like 85 and 90, that'd be great. Especially if some key guys look good. And then, that would necessitate going into next year. If you want to make another similar leap, you don't have someone that could be Josh Allen on your team. That's just not conceivable in hockey. It'd be like going from, it's way crazier than Tage's jump in terms of impact. Mm -hmm. Just because it's quarterback versus a hockey player. Everyone gets what I'm talking about, but I think then you'd have to make some kind of bold move. You can't just forever be like, well, these young guys we have here are going to be our future, especially with, at that point, you'll have Oposo. If he, if you do choose to resign him, you will at least be able to sign him for a lot cheaper. And in general, you'll have less money in the books. And that at that point, it'll be time to go forward and make a big splash, make your version right. of the Diggs trade, do something bold like that, and try to win at that point. And you probably won't make the conference championship. It, like I said, it's a different sport. Or maybe you will. The Rangers did. Shit, they're not even that good. <laughs> So yeah, maybe you will, but at that point, I think what you, what you want to see and the only way to really have a game like that, just cause like hockey games, one of 82 is such a one-off teams will have a terrible game is to have like a crazy streak, hopefully in like October, not even necessarily streak, but you start like eight and one and not in a way that everyone can immediately tell is bullshit. Right. Right. No, I completely agree with that. And Let's also, you know, as you bring up saying that they don't have that centerpiece there, I think there's two tracks where you can conceivably achieve that. The one, as we've talked about recently, is the wealth in the prospect system right now and how many good young pieces, well thought of young pieces you have in the system right now that you would be able to use as trade bait for a team that if they do have like a a younger star player on their team that they think needs a change of scenery, you know, you have the ability to make a move and not make a significant dent in the prospect pool. Like it's still going to be good regardless, you know, 11 picks as we've talked about the last two drafts, 22 overall next year we have four in the first two rounds so you're going to be able to get some good players there and if it comes down to it and the guy becomes available that fits a need at the top of the lineup because again like i think best case scenario when this team is good and actually ready to compete for a cup tage thompson isn't going to be your first line center he's going to be your second line center right yeah i I think everybody Mm -hmm. can agree with that so you're going to be able to have the pieces though, again, to make that kind of a trade without putting too much of a dent. The other thing too, which I think is another potential positive Avenue that we can see this year is maybe the Sabres don't hit 87 points. Like we're saying, for example, you could still show growth this year, but due to other teams growing because of let's call it, you know, teams like Detroit, or Ottawa, who maybe are making more of win-now moves that maybe aren't going to be well-serving to them down the line, or they, you know, really just like Band-Aid moves rather than trying to to build a a championship-level team. 
you could still conceivably, you know, hit 80 points this year, be a bottom five team and get draft lottery luck. And then you walk into an extremely gifted first round class, especially in the high end, of course, Bedard and Mishkov at the top. I mean, if, if you can get if, again, you can't put your eggs in this basket. Obviously we all know that the lottery odds are a total crap shoot. It's pure luck, but there could be a scenario though, where we do see them take a, a baby step or just a step in the right direction. We see that growth and we see that improvement you know, in terms of wins and in points and everything, in terms of production from individual guys, they're they're just general development. And you're still in contention there, though, for a top five pick. And with next year's draft, even if you don't get one of the top two, if you're sitting at three or four, you could still conceivably get that game changer kind of a player because of how good this draft is going to be. So there's a couple of avenues there where, Sure. And in one scenario, maybe things go best case scenario and it's great. And you're above 500, like we're saying cleanly with winning 41 games or just hitting like the 40 game threshold. But alternatively, though, you could not hit that bar while still showing growth and being able to, again, position yourself to kind of get that guy that's going to help you take the next step. Because while on the defensive end, Darlene and power can grow into that you 110% need a guy like that up front in your forward group. Yeah. Yes. That, I mean, that does make sense. And that's why uh, I, I think a year from now, less than a year from now, we'll say about nine months from now, you're going to hear the calls that after yet another failed playoff performance where he overperformed all his teammates, Connor McDavid is going to be screaming from the mountaintops of Alberta. I want to go to Buffalo. So, can't wait. <laughs> Before we get to anything else, let's hear from our sponsors. And of course, you know by now that we have two sponsors now. And the first is Raycon. So, Brendan, mm. lately, uh, as in the last four days, I've spent about 13 hours in the car driving to, to and fro, New York City, that is. Uh, and I wasn't able to listen to my Raycon earbuds. You know what? I miss them a lot because I listen to a lot of uh i listen to a lot of music a lot of podcasts and it just doesn't sound the same without my favorite earbuds raycon earbuds mm. so if you haven't heard of them you should know that raycon's everyday earbuds look feel and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge trust me raycons give you eight hours of playtime, 32 hour battery life and they're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have 50,000 five-star reviews. So they feature tremendous features such as customizable sound profiles, earbud tab functions, and noise isolation mode. Uh, no, sorry, noise isolation and also awareness mode. Hmm. So like I said, I like Raycon's for podcasts, music, when I go running, all that stuff. Unfortunately, it's illegal to listen to them in the car. So don't do that unless you think you can get away with it. Mm. Now, advice. so what do you do? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. And then our other sponsor is the one and only DraftKings. You know what's a fun thing about that? Why have to get the new ad? <laughs> I we love that. that. Did you yeah. make any bets at all today, Taylor? 
No, I, honestly, I barely saw anything because I was driving. But I, when I got up in the morning, I said, man, I bet I'm going to lose all my fantasy games. And? So far, I've checked two of three, and I am lose. I'm going to lose. Oh. Uh, I knew, though, in my one league I was going to lose, not the one we're in, because it was immediately obvious to me because Thursday night, my opponent had Josh Allen. Oh, boy. And Gabe Davis. Oh, boy. And I had Tyler Bass, which is okay, but I had Allen Robinson. That uh, is very unfortunate. I have a couple of friends who have Allen Robinson in various leagues, and Matt Stafford, man, not ideal. No, I, I wonder if, how healthy he is, but also I know this. People are saying Allen Robinson bust, Allen Robinson fraud, Rams frauds. It's not their fault. They had to play the Bills. They're going to look good when they play against normal teams True. who aren't uh, supernovas. Yeah. Yep. They're going to be totally fine. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they won't be. I don't know. Sometimes teams, you know, go to the Super Bowl and don't make the playoffs next year, especially teams that probably shouldn't have gone to the Super Bowl. Well, if Cam Akers keeps running for zero yards, uh, I don't think they're going to be doing too good. Yeah, boy, they still love running the ball, huh? They, they sure do. Yeah. They don't even have a running back. Yeah. I know like they had the best offense in football in 2017, 18, that little era. Mm-hmm. And they ran the ball a decent amount then. But do you think uh, Sean McVay knows that Todd Gurley isn't on the roster anymore? It's a great question. Somebody should definitely ask him that. Yeah. Like, Hey Sean, did you know that uh, instead of having one of the best running backs in the league, you have a guy that kind of sucks. <laughs> and maybe you, you want to think about, and, and, and instead of having uh, a quarterback, you're totally protecting in every way. And Jared Goff, you have a guy that's like actually kind of good. Like, maybe you want to consider all that. Definitely important points to remember. Yeah. All right. So I'm pretty sure this is the item I'm about to open here. But it's going to load real slow. So I'll say we, one more thing, which that. is that, uh, you know, who else had a goose egg this week? Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith? Did he really? Yeah. I have him in uh, our league. Yeah, terrible, terrible week. I, I mean, I saw some of the scores. I also, it's another negative for me. I, in my suicide pool, survivor pool, whatever you want to call it, it's a double elimination, luckily, because I picked the friggin' Titans this week, and they lost. Oh, my. They blew a 13-point lead to the New York Giants. So either the Titans are big-time bozos, probably, or maybe the Giants are just back now with Dable. Who knows? Uh... How did Saquon do? I actually don't know. I was looking. I was surprised by a lot of the stuff I saw today. So I got to do some catching up. We, there was a tie. Joe Burrow was Davis know, Mills, baby. Davis Mills apparently looked good. Joe Burrow apparently looked terrible. A lot of weird stuff happened today that mm-hmm. I want to investigate. There's been five field goals in the first half of the Sunday night game. Jesus. Yeah, ugly, ugly against uh, two, and also Tua and uh, Mac Jones squared off today (laughs) they they did something oh boy all right so let's get to this ad the nfl's opening week was action-packed as i just described wasn't it folks it's just getting started we got 17 more of these and then the playoffs so get ready for week two of touchdowns big plays and even bigger wins with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl this week new customers can bet just five dollars in any football game and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly want more action everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion it's simple. This Sunday, you bet in any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So to be clear, 
all your team has to do is take a 10 point lead any point during the game. So let's say you bet in some way, in some form on the Tennessee Titans and they go up 13, nothing. You don't have to worry about that collection of Nimrods blowing a game to a team that's won 20% of its games in the last 10 years. So all you have to do to, uh, to win your money is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details and responsible gambling resources. And we're back. We're back, folks. And honestly, we are getting to time when it's almost time to start talking about previews we are just about a month from the actual season opener it's creeping up and we got preseason games to talk about in just a couple weeks so man our episodes are going to be longer than 20 minutes again soon we're really looking forward to that definitely can't wait hey want to give a big thanks to everybody who's been participating also or who has participated in our twitter raffle competition that we did uh our retweet contest we're giving away a few prizes uh we are giving away a signed matthew barnaby goathead era saber stick a signed photo of jim kelly and a signed copy of jim kelly's book and by signed in all of those cases i mean taylor just wrote his name down in cursive yeah, we didn't say who it was signed by but... exactly it was just autographed no, no, signed, of course, by by both of those two. So thank you so much, though, everybody who's participated. I think we're over like 150 retweets on that. So very, very cool stuff. We're going to be picking, uh, depending on when you listen to this episode, we may have already picked, but we'll be picking tomorrow afternoon and making that announcement. So oh, we're at 193 retweets actually right now. Very cool. So if you are listening to this in the morning and you have not gone and retweeted to take part in this yet, check it out. Go do it. Retweet. We're going to be again in the afternoon. So if you're listening in the AM before work on the ride in, wherever you're listening, go retweet this. Enter to win. We would very, very much appreciate it. All the rules are you retweet. Make sure you're following us. Boom. You're good to go. So exciting stuff. And again, thank you to everybody who's participated in that so far. Well, and the Browns also today. This is worth noting. Oh, man. I watched that game. They won on week one. I don't think they've ever done that since they became a franchise again. I have at least it's been a long time Taylor I have a hot take yeah I think Baker Mayfield is gonna figure it out really I do let's see how did he do today I watched the second half like I watched probably the majority of the game I would say probably like 60% of it 70% I would say and their offense was abysmal in the first half like it was it was bad but down the stretch he showed up and he played really smart responsible football and there's enough weapons on that offense between McCaffrey DJ Moore Robbie Anderson um you know they had their offensive line was was a bit hit or miss but if they can protect him and he just has the time to get the ball out and McCaffrey really comes back to his usual form I think he has it in him he he looked considerably better and again I just think that it's the first game of the season, and obviously this applies to every single NFL team except for the Bills. Regardless of the result this week, like it's not like it's the end of the world. The Bills have already secured the AFC, so again, they are <laughs> – no, but like, you know, so yeah, they didn't win, but they were able to come back from uh, multiple 
possession deficit. And again, I liked how he looked down the stretch. And I also really liked how McCaffrey looked like he looked like he had a lot of his burst. And I think that as the season goes on, you'll get to see him get the ball in his hands more and more. And I don't know. I I, I think it's going to happen. So that is my, I decided my hot take for this year. I think that they will, I think they will be above 500. Wow. Not necessarily a playoff team, but I could see them. Maybe. If you're above 500 in the NFC, you have a good look at the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. They could go nine and eight and, and sneak in on a wild card spot. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I did want to watch that game, though, because I started Baker Mayfield and as uh, and my other super flex league, not the one that I'm in. I, he's not my number one quarterback, but it was I started him in the super flex spot over Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz had like 30 points in the first half. And so I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I am very invested in this game right now and need Baker Mayfield to start showing up. But also crazy. Yeah, Carson Wentz leading the the commanders i was about to say the football team the commanders to a uh a week one victory over the jags yeah i mean it's the jags your boy trevor lawrence though yep i shouldn't have started him what are you gonna do live uh, and learn true i'm for what it's worth losing in both of my leagues right now so i feel your pain damn so uh do we have any uh recommendations for the people um, do I have any? Do you have any? So I, I saw a, a taxi driver on the big screen this week. Okay. The, uh, IFC Center in Manhattan. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, a lot of these, you know, it's not something you can do everywhere. Obviously, you have these old theaters that play mostly old classics and stuff. Really cool theater. Awesome setup and all that. And yeah, it's taxi driver, folks. It's actually good. It's better, I think, to watch it on the big screen than to watch it in your bed on Netflix, which is the way I watched it for the first time. Either way, great, all-time classic. And if you don't like it, I don't like you. Statement. <laughs> Bam. All right, love that. Um, What am I going to go with? Hmm. I'm trying to think of what I've been listening to a lot lately. Have you been listening to anything much lately? Music-wise? Yeah. Uh. Let's see. I listened to some music uh, on the way home today. I listened to some Mr. Morale and the, the Big Steppers. Hey, did you finally finish it? I finished it months ago. I finished <laughs> it like two weeks after you started. You know, you started asking me. Uh, I here's a collection of songs that I, I listen to in shuffle. Uh, Edge of Seventeen. I believe it a thing called Love. Last night, Heads Will Roll. Bury Me in Gold. Uh, backseat Freestyle and Suspicious Minds. Noted Strokes fan, Taylor Nigrelli. That's what people are always calling me. They're saying I'm the number one Strokes slash Sabres fan in Western New York. No one's a bigger fan of both of those things. I would agree. I don't know anybody who loves them more than you do, to be completely honest. Um, All right. I'm just going to go with something here. I'm going to go with uh, a Deeper Cut. Indie. Have I done um, the band uh, Bare Hands at all in here? I don't think I've done any of their songs yet. Have I? I don't They're think they're a little bit smaller. I'm going to go with them. I will go with the song The Bug by Bare Hands. I feel like for some reason I may have done that recently, but I've been enjoying that song for a while now, and I will go with that. So go check it out. Great album, too. All okay. right. 
Well, I guess that'll do it, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. Make sure you're checking out both the presenters of this podcast on their respective websites along with the streaming platform that you're currently listening on. Make sure you're going and checking out all of our fellow shows to hear all the other great content that they are putting out every single day of the week, pretty much, or just about. Uh, aside from that, follow them on social media as well. Charging Buffalo Hockey Podcast Network. They're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where you can also find us straight up Sabres. So make sure you're giving us a follow in whatever streaming platform you're currently listening on. Also, make sure you are leaving us a nice review because we very much appreciate it. Last but not least, make sure you're checking out both of the sponsors of this podcast, both Raycon Headphones, and use that promo code for 15% off of your purchase at uh, Raycon to get some new earbuds. On top of that, make sure you're checking out DraftKings and using that promo code THPN at checkout to take advantage of great deals there. We'll be back with a brand new episode on Thursday, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Straight Up Sabres. Straight up.